0: Hey, hey, Phil, you ever use sun-in on your hair?
1: I, I no, I mean, no, I also don't ever go out in the sun.
0: Both of those are fair things. Because I definitely used it when I was a kid, so I felt really seen by parts of this book
1: source material,
0: (laughs) but not this, not the show.
1: Does sun-in require sun to activate? Yeah. Hmm. So it would not have been applicable in this episode. No,
0: no, it would
1: not. An episode strangely devoid of sun at all
0: yeah i mean there's kind of like almost a prophecy at the beginning delivered by vanessa pike that ensures
1: there will not be sun the rest of the episode and i'm going to assume that because this episode came out in july it had to have been filmed when like in january
0: um, at the... least like I, or i mean like at the at the most recent possible time yeah uh
1: i mean I, was it filmed did they film this do we know did they film this like Before COVID? Was that... They must have, right? They had to have. (laughs) So, but they didn't... Obviously, they're not, like, on the Jersey Shore, like, in the middle of January. No. So, this had to have been, like, what, October they did this? September? It had to have been. And it had to have been cold, therefore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What they look
0: like in this episode.
1: (laughs) They are... Bundled in sweaters. They are the entire
0: time. In
1: fact, the only time you see anything other than sweaters is when Stacy shows off her airbrush shirt at the very end. And I was like, (laughs) "Oh my goodness!" I haven't seen like anything but like wool since like this episode started. It's
0: like it's it's such a departure from what we're. Okay, should maybe talk about what we're talking about for a second. I don't even
1: know what we're talking about.
0: My name is Christy Admiral.
1: I'm Phil Gonzalez.
0: This is this is Pizza Toast, a podcast about the Netflix *Famous Club* series, and we're talking about *Boy Crazy*, Stacy, which is set in Sea City for the most part.
1: Yes, and uh, also, again, uh, disclaimer at the top: we will spoil the episode, and we may spoil upcoming books, but we've never watched the episodes ahead, so we don't know what's coming in the rest of the Netflix series. Only what happens in the books. So if we yes. make predictions about, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of a book I read recently, Egg Babies, then <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're probably... Marianne
0: plus <laughs> Too Many Babies. Marianne plus
1: Too Many Babies.
0: Yeah, this is our second Stacey narrated episode. Mm-hmm. I would argue it is a Stacey and Marianne episode.
1: Very much and so. And
0: even even more so an ensemble piece minus Claudia. Minus
1: Claudia. The <laughs> conspicuously absent Claudia
0: she doesn't even explain why she's going to be in vermont (laughs) she's just going to be in vermont
1: i'm gonna be in vermont (laughs) great (laughs) she
0: sounds so upset about it which is weird because she's a weird art kid and i feel like weird art kids are created in vermont
1: that makes sense but yeah like i don't think she has any connection to vermont in the books no i couldn't
0: figure that one out but it feels like a good throwaway line it is it is she says vermont with disdain yeah yeah so uh as you may recall, we ended on a cliffhanger last time. They mm-hmm. were accepting the phone call about Sea City. Yes, which is uh ends up being a babysitting week long gig, I believe. Yeah, uh,
1: not yeah. It's, in the book, it's two weeks, In this it's a week.
0: And uh, Marianne and Stacy take the job. Uh, a combination we have not really seen at all aside from Marianne not quite idolizing but kind of envying how cool Stacy is
1: yeah is this the first like real interaction we've had with them
0: yeah they've definitely spoken but uh, early in the episode Stacy refers to Marianne as one of her best friends and Marianne (laughs) is pleasantly surprised by this information yeah she
1: doesn't she has a great reaction shot to that it's just like oh 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 (laughs) this is a thing we're doing now
0: this is in fact uh, like uh, no no offense to anyone else on screen this is a mulia baker special episode again yes. <laughs> like she's so very good in it although zochi comas has my favorite moment but we'll get to that we will
1: get to the, oh boy oh we'll there's very little dawn in this but the dawn that is that is presented is mwah, just perfect oh,
0: perfect uh,
1: we get some we get some, we get a lot of good stuff we get some great christy stuff some great uh, Karen and Andrew stuff. Oh
0: yes. So
1: yeah, it's, it's a it's a jam pack. It's a bit of a fluffy episode. There's no serious issue. Like we just had. Stroke.
0: It is quite. It's quite fluffy, and I'm kind of okay with the break. Like it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit of levity. Mm-hmm. I know. Like we're coming off. A fair, not dark but like heavier episode and then headed into what will probably be a fairly emotional episode because yeah. i think we're we're on deck for christy's big day next yeah. i think
1: is is mimi yeah. going to vermont with
0: them she says mimi will be there too oh,
1: okay well i guess she's up for travel
0: <laughs> and says that mimi will be bored too it's really weird Oh, that's
1: right that's right that's right yeah like i feel like mimi had her stroke and now we're done with that
0: Yep, no, she's fine.
1: Uh (laughs) Because she most certainly isn't in the books. But uh, yeah, so they're off to Sea City, and Sea City again is a major, a major locale in the books. It It is. Yeah, it gets its own chapter in, or its own section in one chapter in the complete guide to the Babysitters Club.
0: Oh, uh, one note in that meeting, um, when they get the call and when they plan who's going to go, Dawn and Marianne decide they're going to parent trap their parents because they want them to get back together. And they do the, like, handshake from the 1998 Parent Trap movie. Do kids like that movie?
1: <laughs> no. You, I I wish I didn't have to keep reminding you of this, Christy, the Babysitter's Club only likes pop culture from, like, 30 years previous. Like, that is... Okay, so is, this
0: is one case where I was like, oh, this is nostalgia for me, specifically. Right. For me, Christy Admiral, a lover of the Parent Trap, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan version.
1: That's a solid flick. That's a oh, solid no, flick. Oh, no, it's so good.
0: Good. that's not even it's yeah. i'm not joking i actually really like it it's nancy Myers' first i think it's her directorial debut and it's a great movie mm-hmm. but that like sets a course for dawn's tiny subplot in this episode like i would call it the c plot where she is trying to get richard and uh sharon back together can i
1: admit something i yeah. get melancholy when i think about Lindsay lohan or hayley mills making the parent trap because In both cases, those actresses' chemistry with themselves is so good that it makes me sad to think they weren't actually with anyone during those scenes.
0: It's also something like, I mean, it's seamless, right? Like Lindsay Lohan is very good at playing two different people and so is Hayley Mills. And it, but I remember being acutely aware that it was the same person <laughs> in some of the scenes. Anytime they're looking at each other and both on camera, I just... Uh,
1: well, yes, the eye lines aren't always perfect. <laughs> they didn't have Roger Rabbit technology going on here. <laughs> no, they did not. They didn't have a, a Haley Mills on a stick they would hold up? Maybe they did. <laughs> I don't know.
0: They might have. We can't know that.
1: I like to think it was uh, a Haley Mills on a stick... In the Lindsay Lohan filming, though, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, we still got this kicking around." <laughs> Hold up a puppet. It's in the Disney vault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we must open the Disney vault. Hashtag open the vault. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Don plans on doing some parent trapping. Stacy does mention her pump, like straight away, like she can take it off to go swimming. But she only mentions it because Christy is running down rules, and then instead of running down another rule, says how much she's going to miss them.
1: Yes. Uh, and there's a
0: group hug it's really cute they all cry they're 12 except for it's stacy wonderful. who's
1: like we're going away for a week
0: you know it, she has a point but it is cute
1: yeah. uh and I, at first i was confused because i was like wait in the book it's two weeks why and then i realized oh right because in the book it's in the summer it's a two-week vacation yeah. in this it's their spring break this I, is spring yeah. break, yeah so
0: ostensibly
1: so yeah it's and, a week
0: uh, yeah so they uh they depart in two cars as they do in the books. Mm-hmm. Like the uh there are three. I think Stacy mentions three vomiting incidents, and I immediately was like, Margot was probably all three of them, yes. right? But we don't use. There is not that character trait in here. The biggest thing with the pikes that like I, I this will be the same thing you reacted to no doubt mm-hmm. the triplets are not triplets
1: so okay so we at <laughs> dinner tonight we sat me and Alana and Mitzi and we discussed this episode because I was actually at odds to like think of anything to really talk about it's such a it's such a breezy piece uh, mm-hmm. it's actually light far lighter than the book which at least gets into like kind of the manipulation of an older boy with a younger girl yeah this kind of just like he's just kind of he comes across as more just clueless and kind of just insensitive.
0: He's very disaffected in this. Yeah, episode. and in the book, like he, he's very removed from the action. In
1: the book, Scott like deliberately like hoodwinks young girls into like getting him sodas.
0: Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's really gross.
1: So I was like kind of at odd. So we started talking about it, and I I was like, yeah. It, the weird thing about the Pikes is that the Pikes are supposed to have triplets that's one of the one of the ways they they are they managed to have as many kids as there was a set of triplets and the boys aren't triplets they don't look at all like each other and they seem to be different ages
0: they're definitely different ages
1: and yeah. it, it struck me that i was like wait a minute we know three red-headed triplets mitzi went to went to early childhood development with three red-headed triplet boys who are the pike ages and i wish i had known that they were looking for three triplets because i could <laughs> just call these and they're like they're just like them they were Like, kind of like tough boy, boy, boys, like always getting into trouble and always like cutting up. And, uh, this, so
0: you could have called them it, like, you could have sent them to central casting, is what you're saying. Yes,
1: because they would, I am sure, without even knowing them for the last like five years, I could guarantee you they're at least as good actors as these kids were.
0: (laughs) The only, yeah, the only, uh, Pike kid that really has to act in this episode is the kid playing Byron. Byron. Otherwise, it's just them all being kind of ridiculous. Mallory showing early on like that she's very enthusiastic mm-hmm. and helpful. Yeah. Uh exciting to see Mallory was annoyed that she is not as awkward and gawky or bespectacled as she's supposed to be, but
1: She does kind of just look like a young girl.
0: She's just cute mm-hmm. and I get that <laughs> I get that they don't want to make her too like I guess not even unappealing. Like, too awkward doesn't play that well on a show like this. Well,
1: especially if. I assume that if you if they expand the Mallory role, if they do another season and we get a lot of Mallory, it may be in the camping episode. Maybe then you she has three lines in this episode. Like if she was like falling all over the place and like with her <laughs> hair and her glasses, that probably would have been like way too much. Like who is this problem child?
0: That's fair, to, uh, but I will say like the star Pike is Vanessa, right? Because she does the poetry thing. Yes, my I wrote down my favorite line in this episode, just uh mrs pike deirdre pike says to the girls kind of like as an aside she's going through a poetry phase it's very annoying but we encourage our children to follow their bliss (laughs) a thing that as a like as a former babysitter i don't think a parent would have ever been that upfront with me about how irritating (laughs) they found their own child but i was happy about it
1: i always appreciated though that the pike parents were like we had too many kids so we can't really have any rules like It's basically it's like true. their parenting philosophy. And I was like, I get that you wanted to have this many kids, but man, that's just, these kids can be kind of irritating.
0: <laughs> There's yeah. so many of them. Uh, they don't feel quite as, like there are moments in this episode where they're meant to feel very unruly because as we soon see, Stacy develops a crush on a lifeguard, therefore ignoring her babysitting duties for the week and leaving Marianne to do all the work. But they don't seem that terrible they just seem like normal children a lot of them
1: well and even in the book like the pikes are rambunctious but they're not bad kids and they have a good time they spend a lot of time at burger garden in the book uh they do they go mini golfing like the kids have their interests. there's just a lot of them and uh and the parents are kind of uh persona non like out of there (laughs) (laughs) they disappear
0: i i mean i will say like the line stacy has is like the pikes get to sleep in for the first time in 11 years. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's cute. I'm glad that they get that. Mm-hmm. But, but yes, right away on the beach she sees uh, a male lifeguard doing like a literal Baywatch run down yes. the
1: beach. It has to be deliberate. Uh,
0: <laughs> I am at the, I mean, I'm at the point where I can't look at a teen boy and see him as anything but like a child. Good. But I guess he's a hunk. Good. Yeah, uh, well, obviously. In my <laughs> Good. 30s. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify, like I can't evaluate whether this kid is cute. Or we just not. like the audience
1: to know we are not seeing hunks.
0: No, not seeing hunks on this show, They're, except Mark Evan Jackson. And I will, like, I'll yep. emphasize that every episode. No, if I, I, have I will to. say,
1: and they actually call that out. Uh, Mary Anne even says he is an average boy. She's like,
0: yeah, and she she also calls him a man because yes. he's too old, which I like. But yeah, he's a very normal looking guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Stacy immediately falls in love. And so. I think
1: that that's 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 there's a truth to that. The like you you felt you're at a you're at the hormonal stage in your life when you fall in love with the first person who's showing like uh developmentally like attractive qualities that just happens <laughs> to run past you with their shirt off.
0: That's no, that's right. Also, his shirt's not even off because it's too cold. <laughs>
1: oh, that's right, that's right. It's <laughs> it's off in the books and not on the <laughs>
0: Yeah, my one thing when I was watching this episode is like, if I have a critique of this, it's that Stacy falls so hard and so fast. But then uh, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, oh, no, you remember what you were like when you were 12, right? Yeah. This is totally normal.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's. It doesn't seem real because we forget what it was like when we were young. A week is a long time for kids.
0: It's a very long time.
1: And and Stacy goes through like the ringer. I, I the only thing that surprises me is that, is that there's no scene where she is just uncontrollably sobbing.
0: I thought for sure. Okay, I mean when he inevitably like when she inevitably is rejected by him i thought for sure she'd be sobbing like yeah. in, it, but the up up until that point like there's a lot of her fetching sodas for him <laughs> trying to like trip it next to him on that's the beach my favorite the moment room. yeah it's some good physical comedy all the while marianne is like being buried in the sand by the pikes <laughs> that sort of thing so yeah so so and stacy
1: Mar- gets a crush on this boy and He doesn't reject her interests because these little girls are good for fetching soda pop. Yeah,
0: and he calls her cutie, so Mm -hmm. she immediately takes that as, oh, he must also be interested in me, right?
1: or there's something there. And there is something about when you actually cast children that are the right age for these parts, and then you see them on screen together... You realize what a stark age difference that is.
0: Yeah, because she looks obviously she is always a kid, but she looks like a young child. Mm-hmm. When especially when later in the episode you see his girlfriend who looks like a like a senior
1: in high school. school. Yep. Like it's, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's very different. And you just notice the stark age differences in kids at this developmental yeah. like, level. Like and and you know I have a child who is nine and. That's it's like every single day. Like I am terrified of of like other kids because because of the Stacy McGill situation where you yeah. just everything is I am in love with this person. I am this is the right guy for me or this is like I am dead set certain on this situation. I know how, and then you always end up getting hurt because you always end up getting hurt.
0: <laughs> you do. You do. Uh, it changes a little when you're an adult,
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, when you're an adult, you're allowed to like swear.
0: Yeah, it's more nuanced at that point. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out how we should talk about this, though, because like this episode, I'm very impressed by the interweaving of the B and C plots with yes. the A plot, and to the point where. I took notes in like in order of the show going and there is so much that happens all at once, but it's all separate. Like it's all like they bounce around a lot. So like Don is kind of trying to get the parents back together, back in Stony Brook. Uh, Christy is babysitting for Watson Mm -hmm. for Karen and Andrew. (laughs) And that's wonderful Mm -hmm. and terrible. Uh, And then we have like the Marianne trying to hold things together while Stacy is in love with boy.
1: And we have Claudia Claudia's
0: done the episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia, Claudia was there to dunk on Vermont and then
1: leave. Yeah, and none of these plots dovetail. None of them connect. No, at the end. Uh, unlike no, in, other in the uh,
0: the voiceover tries to do. Like it basically is just like a meanwhile when they mm-hmm. come back.
1: So yeah, so uh, Dawn. Okay, so Dawn trying to get <laughs> Dawn trying greatest, to to parent the Shrek greatest the scene
0: in the series to date.
1: <laughs> Dawn calls Richard and tries to pretend to be Sharon which if you're a kid yes. you think will work because you think you sound like an adult she sounds like a dumb kid and then sets, and then invites him over
0: for wine on the rocks
1: and richard is not fooled at all like for a second like he picks up he's like oh hey sharon and then she's like richard hey and he's like "Ugh." he's immediately in on in on, like aware of what's happening he lets it it's... play out <laughs>
0: The imitation is so, like, okay, she can imitate her mom's speech Uh pattern, certainly, and it is very funny, but it's also so bad and so over the top.
1: Right. Plus, children do not understand that uh, people who have had an intimate relationship, it's hard to trick them into thinking that. Like, he has been around Sharon quite a bit. Like, he knows what she sounds like, and he knows what a... 12 year old girl sounds like uh but the 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 delivery of wine and then she says on the rocks (laughs) is and then he just says no one drinks wine on the rocks
0: (laughs) second good funny mark evan jackson scene in this episode in that previous when uh (laughs) Oh. <laughs> when they asked Marianne how her dad was taking her absence, it's just a, a shot of him looking at her like cha- like her baby photo and sobbing. Right, and it's so good.
1: A bit a, a bit over we, the top. Yeah. Like it's a bit a bit cutaway comedy gag, but it works. It is. It's, it is. It's just a way of like it gets pages of exposition out of the way in like one second. You're like, that's how it. That's how it went down.
0: Yes, <laughs> and so like Dawn on the phone call does somehow. Works in that he used to like, she like, I guess that Sharon called Richard her little turtle.
1: That's a new thing.
0: As, as, like, as high school students, though, that seems cr- I don't yeah. know.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, Cause I didn't uh, know how she read the yeah. yearbook. Don read the yearbook. Yes. And I guess he either did he sign it from your little turtle in the yearbook?
0: I can see that. Like that was the clearest possible explanation to me. He seems not mortified because he can't portray that. Like that's not an emotion that Richard would have. Uh-huh.
1: Not to get, but he's like,
0: very exasperated. Not to get <laughs> weird,
1: but little turtle is a weird nickname, and I get um, that. No, I, uh,
0: I, uh, yeah. I get that it's was, probably
1: because he retreats into his shell. Like I assume that like he was always a little like.
0: I. I hope that's what it is, <laughs>
1: <laughs> because the other implications are horrible.
0: They're terrible.
1: <laughs> so I assume it's because even as a high schooler, he was a little like a little uh, like kept himself a little to himself, and so she probably right. said like, "Oh, you're going back into your shell, my little turtle,"
0: which is cute. I mean, it's cute.
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> and it comes back obviously. It
0: does. Yes, and not to
1: not to spoil anything yet, but it comes back in the scene that made Alana very upset. And we'll get to that when we get to it. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm interested in this. <laughs> but then uh, we also, our other meanwhile is Christy is babysitting Karen and Andrew. Mm-hmm. Watson asks her specifically to do it. And Watson asks while well, they're having a kind of awkward, uh, like a, their normal, awkward kind of con- like uh, interaction in Christy's bedroom, her new room. Yeah. Which is huge and and very, like, it's empty, so it has no personality yet. But she um, she goes on a babysitting gig, just a normal one where Karen and Andrew decide they're going to wash one of Watson's vintage cars, which seems like a bad idea from the get go. Like, yeah, I don't know why Christie endorsed this to begin with. Yeah.
1: In the book. And again, I hate to keep harping on it, in the book. He has a vintage car. But they're washing his old car. Yeah. Which makes a little more sense.
0: Yeah. And Karen gives Christy instructions on how to find a big sponge. Says it's in the room with the, or says not to go in the room with the blue door because that's where Watson keeps all his secrets.
1: (laughs) Which is very Karen (laughs) thing to say. immediately
0: enters the room with the blue door, gets locked inside, and has to watch in horror as Karen and Andrew use steel wall on the car. And
1: the whole scene is filmed like a giallo film. Like, this, like, POV shot from Karen, uh, from Christy, behind the window, slamming her hand against the window, screaming for them to stop, but they can't hear her. And it's this very just, like, Italian, like... Like we are, we are seeing things through the glass darkly. Like, and you see the kids in silence, like dip their steel wool into the water and like advance on the car. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I mean, by making it his sports car, you have upped the stakes like considerably. Yes, and-
0: very much so. So I did yell, like I said, no, <laughs> no, 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 while she was saying it because I knew what was happening. And I watched this episode twice and I had the same
1: reaction.
0: (laughs) He's awful awful to watch. But I guess, do we want to wrap up this story now? Because it's so open and shut. So uh, Watson obviously finds out. After they have pushed the car back into the garage, apparently. After
1: Karen tells her, don't worry, it's an old car. And like only a hundred were made.
0: That made me laugh so hard. Christy tries uh, like, to get an estimate <laughs> yeah, on how that, much it will I cost. I love that
1: scene. Love that scene. It's,
0: it's very funny. She yells at the person about how she can't drive, so she needs it done on site and in secret. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Come paint the it's car. It's
0: very, very good. <laughs> But Watson calls her. Obviously, she has to own up to it.
1: I mean, he knows about it already. Because he asks. He's like, did something happen to my car?
0: Yeah. He acts as though he doesn't know.
1: But... like, So he calls. Yeah. And, and he, he says, like, why haven't I been able to reach you? And she's like, oh, I just get so many robocalls. <laughs>
0: she says a lot of good things. <laughs> in yeah. This scene. And uh, they agree that... They are not going to tell Elizabeth about this, which I like a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) because Watson says, oh, God, no. And it's good delivery. And uh, Christy says that she likes her. She loves her new room.
1: Yeah. And this is a this is a this is a thing for Watson, because he has to play this cool as well. He already definitely he already knows he's in like a tough spot with Christy. And I feel bad for the guy. I do, too. (laughs) I do have a major concern, though. Okay. I don't understand Watson's hair at all.
0: <laughs> tell me tell me more, say more about it. It looks
1: like the hair of the best friend from the short-lived TV series Big Wolf on Campus.
0: Oh, it does.
1: And it's jet black, it's totally spiked in front. I don't know if he had plugs. I don't his hair looks weird like he's wearing like a cartoon crown it's too
0: high it's (laughs) just i just kind of poking through some images of him it's very high up especially this is definitely a still from this episode oh I don't like it at all it I didn't even I wasn't looking at it because I look like every time he's on screen the only thing I can look at are his sweaters which all (laughs) look really cozy and they're always unzipped, like, just a right. little bit more than they need to be. And it's not a bad look, but it is very exact every episode. Well,
1: because his hairline is so straight across, and his hair is yes. jet black, and it's kind of sticking up. I'm like, was he, sp- did he get hair plugs? Is he supposed to, like, he's a rich guy, and so, like, he took care of his receding hairline? Like, I'm, I'm very confused, but it, it worries me. <laughs>
0: I know how common it is. Like, I don't want to speak to Mark Florstein's decisions or judge him for it. I do know it's extremely common for men, like but for actors in particular, to get them at some point. Yes. So, yeah, no. Let's just assume that he did. Let's start spreading that. As yes, that's, as if, if you
1: take nothing else away from this podcast,
0: <laughs> please
1: take away the, the unfounded rumor that what could just be a weird hair option no i'm looking at actual photos of the actor in many other projects from recently it's just whoever styled his hair it just oh, you looks think? yeah okay. cuz i'm looking at his hair and just naturally he's got a good it, it might be hair plugs but it looks good like he he has a good head of hair uh, or a good piece i don't know but he does have a really—he's
0: s- got it, whatever it is. Yeah, he, ha-
1: he has a really solid hairline. I found a picture of him. I just found a picture of him completely shirtless. The man's got a hairy chest, though. That's all Are you I'm surprised? saying. Surprised? That's all I'm saying. I I will admit that he's a good-looking man.
0: I can't believe you're making me Google uh, shirtless Mark Fuhrstein. It's called right it's now. called
1: Mark Fuhrstein shirtless hairy chest beefcake. It's on eBay.
0: Yep. Accurate. Oh. Oh, he's handsome. Yeah, okay, it's a good I, I, shot. I'm throwing my phone across. I have had my notes. On oh, it. Watson Brewer. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So everything's great in a uh, Brewer Thomas land, yes. or rather, things are kind of on the like on an upward trajectory. Yeah. In, in that sphere, but anyway, Stacey Stacey is boy crazy. Oh, <laughs> and, and
1: so should we finish the dawn plot? Or oh
0: yeah, sure. That that's yeah. It kind of come like that comes back at the end of the episode. But again, like it's pretty open and shut. Uh, Richard gives, br- I think he must just leave it
1: there.
0: It right? does, <laughs> <laughs> like, like on the front porch. He leaves. Or something. Yeah. Richard gives Sharon a turtle, like mm. a box turtle, with a note that says "Sorry for going back in my shell."
1: It's mm. cute. Yes. Uh
0: they realize they don't know what they're going to feed a turtle.
1: Right. Uh this is the scene that upset Alana. Because as she said, in the, while we're watching it, and then again at dinner tonight, you don't give someone an animal as a gift. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, I absolutely agree. But I would agree more, like I would be more vehement about it had it been like a mammal. Like <laughs> if, it were, if it were a dog or a cat or even a rodent, I'd be like, yeah, that's unacceptable. A turtle. There's very little you have to do.
1: No, turtles get sick. There's all kinds of aquarium diseases they can get. Turtles oh, die. I don't like
0: turtles that much, so I'm also just I'm working with no knowledge. I ball. saw
1: it and I was like, I was like, oh no! Like you have to like treat the <laughs> cage, and you have to make sure they don't get like funguses. And I mean, and Sharon, you know
0: Sharon's not going to take care of that. Sharon, that like, gonna turtle is going to be found somewhere
1: at some point. And-
0: Richard-, <laughs> Richard wouldn't. Do- Ah, oh, now I'm not convinced this is the right character move. I'm <laughs> just because, like, I don't think he would give he would trust Sharon with the responsibility of a turtle.
1: Unless that's his first move, he's like, I can't let anything bad happen to that turtle. I better.
0: Oh, so he has to.
1: I better that's, insinuate that's, myself. I mean, in that's them.
0: insidious, but it just might work, you know. Or, of
1: course, <laughs> Dawn is completely. Competent. No, Don's competition She will not let anything She's... bad happen to the turtle.
0: That's her. That's her turtle now, but, for sure.
1: But two things I don't like receiving as gifts. I don't like receiving uh animals as gifts. I don't like receiving plants as gifts because there's a there's too much responsibility there, and I feel so bad when work. they die. I was given a betta fish as a as a as an end of sh- when I directed a show. My stage manager gave me a beta fish. And, and again, a little aquarium as a as a last yeah. night gift. She was like, thank you for being a, such a wonderful director. And I was like, A, oh no, were we supposed to give each other gifts? B, <laughs> uh, oh no, how am I going to get this home? So I had to like, drive like the 30 minutes home with my hand on this little fish tank. Oh no. And then I named it Blue. And then it died in a week. And I cried really hard because I, <laughs> I'm really like, bad with animals.
0: Okay, so I... I am a I am a past uh, betta fish caretaker. They're not as easy as you would think they are. No, like, one of my uh, my second one got fin disease within me having a month, like having it for a month. Yeah, I adopted it. It also was not as pretty or as like sprightly as my previous one. So I was so somewhat resented it for taking up space in my home. <laughs> <laughs> then also I got a cat oh. like a week or two after. Well, it, 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 yeah. It, it, well, no, it was all over at that point. Like it, the cat did not eat it. We, uh, we gave it a proper burial, yeah. but it did die. So like, don't blame yourself for that.
1: I think that was the first time Willow ever saw me cry
0: wow <laughs>
1: i cried when that fish died i was so sad and i was like an, like an adult man and i was just like i just can't i can't I'm, i that's one of the reasons Sorry, I'm ba-
0: it's funny but it's a little funny
1: i'm a bad pet owner because i'm just like nope i just there's too much it's too much it's overwhelming
0: you have cats now what are you gonna do with them yeah
1: but that's like a shared responsibility
0: yeah that's true cats also kind of latch on to one person to take care of them whether that person likes it or not
1: right right there's no cats in the room right now so i can talk about this <laughs> stuff really uh mine either <laughs> so yeah so so richard gives sharon a turtle uh and i don't know do we see reconciliation in the future maybe probably <laughs> um i do want to i do want to uh, mention that we did skip over something very important which is holla at moi
0: Oh, I have that like again. I have that in my notes when uh Stacy introduces herself to the lifeguard, lifeguard Scott, and uh says that she is also working on the beach. Yeah. And says, if he needs her, I think if he needs anything, yep. or sodas or anything, holla at moi. And then in the voiceover, she repeats holla at moi in a horrified questioning tone, yes. which is very good.
1: <laughs> she does something like that in the book. She says something ridiculous. Oh, she says something like, like, oh, I hail from New York. And then she immediately thinks to herself, like, hail from New York. <laughs> and it's I love so that they, good. I will say that this episode pretty much does the book. Um, yeah. it's extremely pared down a lot of incidental stuff is cut out a lot of character developments cut out for the pikes but that's pretty much what happens like sort of mm-hmm. steps for step they condense a lot of stuff but yeah like and they 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 hit a lot of the same fun beats that the book does
0: yeah uh we have the introduction like kind of midway through the episode of alex and toby yeah who uh in the book are like the respective parts love interests of Marianne and Stacy like yeah. like at the end of the book those are like that is how those relationships end in this case uh, Alex just becomes like a a, a pal to Marianne yes. and casually mentions having a crush on a boy at one point which I thought was nice
1: yeah he's also a theater kid
0: he is a theater kid and talks about being cast as his crush's father in the fantastics which is funny yes and he asks Marianne if she has a crush on anybody she says that there's a boy who makes her legs feel like jello, and I had to type out the entire quote in this case because it's very cute. He very earnestly says to her, "Marianne, talk to him, or mm-hmm. else you're gonna spend the rest of your life wondering if his legs feel like jello when he sees you."
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just it, these are, and these are good. Like both the kids playing Alex and Toby, I like a lot.
1: The kid playing Toby is so tiny.
0: He's so small. He has very swoopy hair, like he, almost nineties. Oh, yeah, I, I like said that
1: today. He has yeah. he has nineties hair. He has JTT hair. He
0: has such nineties hair. He's wearing a sweater with a like a collar shirt under it the entire episode. Yeah, and he's from Canada, which I think is a new detail. Remind me, is Toby it from it, Canada? No,
1: Toby is not from Canada. He is from Lawrenceville, New Jersey.
0: That checks out. And yeah. Alex is a local. He says so. Okay. Alex is. Uh, but
1: they're cousins.
0: Yes, and Alex also tells Marianne when they first meet that she's hilarious. She says people always say that when they first meet me. Yes,
1: which is in the trailer for the series, and that kind of does define her character a little bit.
0: It it does.
1: People who don't know me always say that. (laughs) <laughs> um toby uh meanwhile becomes a, rec- a slightly recurring character he pops what? up and gets mentioned in books uh, he comes up in yeah. more C- in sea C- city adventures in the complete guide to babysitters club the last thing in the toby entry is is so it says you know uh he goes he sort of bops around. he gets known as like a guy who bops around from girl to girl
0: within the babysitter. within
1: the babysitter's club, club. Uh, it says he expresses interest in jesse yada 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 the last thing it says though uh is and it and it's it's from a mention in the chain letter book uh that's a weird one but yeah, yes is, <laughs> is
0: i'm worried about whatever you're about to say
1: margot pike sees him with an ugly girl <laughs>
0: oh, no no as of book
1: 100 that's the last thing we know about toby <laughs> is margot pike sees him with an ugly girl I hate it, <laughs> and I now I want to grab that book and just see what the context is. <laughs> hey, anybody heard from Toby recently? I saw him with an ugly girl. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> I'm just thinking, like it is very gross. Like Toby becomes a real gross guy in the uh, in C City, Here We Come, which is the mm. super special, uh, where he dates Mallory. Fine, whatever, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, says something about how her friend Jesse looked good or something. After yeah. They break
1: up. Yeah. Sea city. Here we come. We haven't reached that one yet in our reading, but we're close. We're close. That's, the,
0: that's what I remember most. Also, Mallory wears a, an outfit that is truly next level on her date with Toby,
1: but they go to, they go to sea city before then. Uh, they, yeah. they return yeah. to sea city. Yeah. Uh,
0: Marianne and too many boys.
1: Uh, it's certainly not Marianne and plus too many babies. <laughs>
0: it's marianne and too many something unless she
1: unless she names her egg toby
0: no that's christy whose egg is named izzy anyway uh- <laughs> <laughs> i have to say
1: uh 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 off off mic christy and i were discussing uh the book marianne plus too many babies and it is spelled with a plus instead of the word and which i don't understand and the yeah. number two uh, leading us to wonder if it was written ghost written by prince <laughs> um but uh it is the most buck wild babysitters club book i've ever it's experienced It's
0: a truly nuts one H- have you read the baby parade yet yes
1: <laughs> okay, i did awesome. read the baby parade but this one is like kids little like junior high school age kids legitimately investing in a school project as if they were actually married
0: yeah, that is true, and and, it, and it, I learned what egg cups were from that book. What a good book! It is. A, it, I actually enjoyed. It had a
1: great. It was a great lesson at the end of that one. So, uh, any case, <laughs> yeah. back to Sea City, um, and slamming burgers at the Burger Garden.
0: Yes, which is what Whit Scott plans on doing. Uh, mm-hmm. This the bit where she realizes he has a girlfriend. He is too old for me, and he probably does this to other people. Uh, Stacy uh, tries to give him a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a box of chocolates.
1: That she steals?
0: No, she throws some money on the couch. Oh, does she? Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she just grabs it and ran off.
0: Uh, she is, she asks Toby for advice, like, oh, do you think he'll like this book about mollusks? Yes. <laughs> and then it lands on a box of chocolates, uh, brings them over to Scott, who then kisses the girlfriend that he was actually waving to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girlfriend says, oh, it's another girl, for little girl, I think, from the beach who is in love with
1: you. And Toby tries to help her save face.
0: Yes, he tries and it doesn't really work. He says the chocolates are for him. Mm-hmm. He says, thank you, beautiful girlfriend. And Stacy kind of like turns and sprints away and Marianne follows her. But I
1: think if Stacy hadn't turned and sprinted away, they could have pulled it off. Oh they like,
0: absolutely could have but she's too mortified at that point. Because
1: Scott like gave her a look like oh. Yeah. Like oh she's got a little boyfriend I guess. And yeah. and but instead she runs off and he's like oh. Still got it.
0: <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that guy he's not nearly as jerky as in the book as he's, as you mentioned but
1: Yeah no he's... in the yeah in the book in the book series older boys tend to be a lot skeezier than they than they're portrayed really in do. the show. Yeah.
0: Stacy's upset. Mm -hmm. very upset i believe she has to then comfort byron pike yes right how she finds emotional resolution is byron pike has shown signs of having a crush on her the whole episode his two older brothers who are not his triplets no uh, kind kind of force him into admitting his crush yes and she gives him a really cute little talk like uh, uh i really are like you're a really wonderful friend i'm a little too old for you he says he can live with that Mm -hmm. it's just cute and they hug and then stacy has a voiceover line about how her broken heart begins healing as byron's does
1: and what i like about that scene is even though it does to me it came a little bit out of left field i wish we'd gotten a couple more instances of byron like being moony eyed at stacy or something
0: yeah there's really like 1.5
1: yeah he, yeah. he, he pushes one of his brothers and says, like, don't talk to Stacey that way.
0: Yeah. And he looks at her when they first arrive in Sea City. But that's not really that notable.
1: Right. I mean, because she's like the only blonde person he's ever seen. Uh, that's true.
0: <laughs> when you're surrounded by redheads all the time, that's when brunettes and, and blondes really look weird.
1: Yeah. I, ha- I have to say, like, this is the are, they are. They are one magical clock away from being the Weasley family.
0: Also. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say too many children, but no, like similar number of children. Similar
1: number of children. Um, So Byron, uh, what I like about the scene is Byron's like, I love you. And she says, I'm too old for you, but you know, I'm really happy to have you as my friend. And he says, I can live with that. They hug. I love that scene because it does that thing that I think kids' books can do well if they do it well, if they do it properly, and kids' shows can too, which is... Model a conversation that kids will need to have in the future. Yes. And one of those things is for, especially for boys, boys need to learn to gracefully accept rejection from girls. And I don't think we teach kids how to do that. And I think a lot of what boys, a lot of boys turn that into resentment Mm -hmm. to try to save face whereas this show demonstrates there is a very very decent way to, to accept rejection which is by saying i can live with that and then living with that
0: and i like that it's ha- it's byron this happens to because uh-huh. i want to think that there's somebody in this writer's room who knew about this like had the, of course at, at least a few of them have to have the granular knowledge that i do because i'm not writing for a babysitter's club show i just read a lot of the books uh in one of the super specials Byron gets teased a little by the other triplets for being afraid of deep water, and yeah. Stacy helps him with that.
1: Mm, that's this book, yeah.
0: It's is it this book?
1: That's that, that's Byron's arc in this book is, is yeah. yeah.
0: I like that there's a little bit of an echo of Byron's sensitivity mm-hmm. in this in just a very different way because he's always the sensitive Pike triplet. That's a big thing, right? Uh, and. It's cute. Like that is how it would like because of how that character is written. That is how this sort of thing would play out with
1: him. Yeah. And I
0: like it. And it also, I mean it's a nice little not entirely a button on Stacy's story, but it is a good way for for her story to progress from there.
1: Right. We do get we do get a nice a little nice developmental arc for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and
0: uh her apology to Marianne after that for kind of dropping the ball is very sincere and sweet part of the apology involves buying the airbrush shirt t-shirts that marianne <laughs> wanted so badly and marianne also saying i thought you were so cool and sophisticated and you wouldn't like what a like an emotional dork i am but you're also a big dork
1: yes i i uh i wish that she had said i thought you were so cool and sophisticated and even though i know you're not now we are still going to refer to you as sophisticated in every single adventure from this point on, because that's we one of your defining must. characteristics. Yeah. No. Uh. I, she also dem. She also uh, models a uh, really good apology technique. She says. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember how she phrases it, but she says like, "I need to offer you a sincere apology, or I need to offer yeah. you a like a deliberate apology, something like that." Like, she doesn't just say "I'm sorry." She says. I need I need to make amends for the way I behaved. And that's yeah, what I'm Yeah, and doing explains
0: now. what she did wrong. It's not just it, you're right, it's not just a toss up. Sorry. It's like a, a, a I let you down in so many ways this week and I and yeah. I'm very sorry for that. And mm-hmm. it's a nice it's like a nice moment of amends. Yeah, And then Stacy kisses Toby. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, she as 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 reward for her misbehavior. <laughs>
0: As rumor for her, mis- her misbehavior, Toby gives her the book about mollusks mm-hmm. with an inscription about being a very special mollusk. Yep, <laughs> he which... says it's true. The special part, not, not the, the mollusk. mollusk part. <laughs> 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 and uh, they have the cutest little 12 year old peck. Like, she she, the...
1: she comes up. She initiates it. She walks yes, up. Yes,
0: which I like a lot. Uh, and uh, she has her first kiss and she and Marianne squeal about it. And it's very cute.
1: I couldn't read his face. He After the kiss, non it. <laughs> no, he
0: seemed no, he seemed happy about it. Uh, I I think the whole episode we're supposed to be thinking that Toby has a thing for her. Yeah, but it's not so like it's not dripping with it or anything. Like he's not overplaying it at all. Yeah, so.
1: He makes he makes lame jokes, which is age appropriate. Yeah, I like that they 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 set it up so that Toby is a kid like them. He's not yeah, Scott. And-
0: he makes some lame jokes in the book, too, which uh-huh. so I was excited that that was a thing they carried over. Like, Clearly, we have to have the hunky kid with the 90s hair say some dumb jokes.
1: Well, she says, uh, I think Marianne's like, Ugh, like Stacy's just has uh, is only thinking about a hunk who's going to smash some burgers. And he says, I'm a hunk who smashes burgers. And then he pounds his hamburger with his fist.
0: I actually did laugh when yeah. he did it, too, just because it, it was a visual gag. He, like and it. he's very
1: deadpan when he does, like yes. he's, he's, he, he doesn't give much. Away. He's good at comedy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I think I think you're correct that this is a very light episode <laughs> yeah. in contrast with others. Yeah. But it does, but it does,
1: it does some legwork though, advancing several plot lines.
0: It does, because I and I think the most surprising one to me is that they made they covered so much ground with Christy with a pretty simple story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I like that conversation with Watson at the end. I like I also like the idea of them having a secret from her mom, not in an insidious way, but <laughs> right. like, oh, now, now we have something that we share.
1: Right. I would like them to have an insidious secret in that house, like <laughs> well, a little, a little, the... a little ghost boy. <laughs> his,
0: his exasperation when Christy explains she wanted to see the room where he keeps all the secrets. He just says, "I'm a normal person." Yeah, <laughs> it's just really. Like, that was, that was my favorite frame of the episode is like him rubbing his temples and saying
1: that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and that's, that's the, that's the episode. It's, it's, uh, it wraps up nicely. Uh, there's a little joke, at a very last joke is Stacy starts like spinning out her, her future ideas about her relationship with Toby and Marianne's like, yeah. oh, oh, brother. And then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He might come to Stony Brook. He could get dual, dual citizenship. citizenship. <laughs> yeah. I had
1: forgotten that he was supposed to be Canadian, and so I was really confused at that at that they, moment.
0: They mentioned it one time, so he had a trait. Yeah, <laughs> and then he and then he developed more traits as the episode. That were. explains
1: the '90s hair.
0: Yeah, because he's from Canada. He's like yeah.
1: several decades behind. Of course, he yeah. has '90s hair. <laughs> um, yes, he gets and uh, and yeah, and we get like the little the little like chased kiss. We get the. Uh, we get the development with Byron. We get to meet Mallory for the first time. I, yeah, there's some there's some real perks in there. There's some. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a Donna a...
0: Don does her imitation of Sharon, <laughs> and it is. I don't know if it is the funniest thing to date, but it's the funniest thing I can think of that's happened.
1: Yes, uh, and <laughs> I think the like the only uh, the only major character we don't see is uh, Elizabeth Brewer. We don't we yeah, don't see Alicia not Silverstone. In this but uh, the other I, adults. I,
0: I think we can count on plenty of her in the next one. It would
1: be weird if they didn't have her for that. Episode. <laughs> it's
0: like it's like an actual wedding day where you don't get to see the bride until right. the wedding itself. Like the, the,
1: the whole thing is from uh, is from is from Watson's POV. So we can <laughs> it's like the movie Maniac, except it's about a wedding.
0: That's exactly what I think of when I think of this series in general. (laughs) Comparisons to the movie Maniac.
1: Um, It would be a choice if they had been like, let's do the Babysitter's Club as a series. But let's do the entire thing from the POV of one character.
0: And it's Watson. (laughs) And it's
1: Watson Brewer. Really getting (laughs) inside the head of that man.
0: I mean, like, it, it, this is not great coming from me because I would, wa- I would watch any Babysitter's Club series. I would absolutely watch the Watson Brewer POV Babysitter's Club series.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, so we were discussing, uh, is Watson, and I don't remember if they've said it, is Watson supposed to be a millionaire? Or is he just supposed to be, like, s- like super upper middle class?
0: I think he, so in the books, he's a millionaire, right? Yeah,
1: in the books, he's flat out a millionaire with a mansion.
0: Yeah, I think. I think he's just supposed to be very rich. I don't know that they've ever used the term millionaire.
1: Okay. Okay. Cause like.
0: Which is good. Cause millionaire carries with it a lot of connotations that I don't necessarily like. Right. twenty twenty, uh, But I don't think they've ever clarified how much I would have to go back to the pilot, I think because that's course, when they would have mentioned
1: it. Of course. I hate to think like how he became a millionaire by the late eighties. Like <laughs> that's even worse. That's like American psycho territory. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, fortunately for us, this is not currently taking place in the late 80s. Right. Fortunately
1: for us, it's, it's, since it's 2020, he probably became a millionaire by, I don't know, what do people become millionaires these days for? Does anyone become become a millionaire these days? Uh
0: um nepotism
1: i get yeah his dad owns a business
0: <laughs> maybe we'll meet his dad at the next episode
1: <laughs> i'm distressed by the fact that i'm realizing that i think just watson is how old is he supposed to be my age i think he's just supposed to be my age
0: is he is i just i don't know i've always imagined him older because he was balding and and or bald in the series okay he's isn't fair because i know plenty of people my age who are balding or bald so
1: so mark fierstein is 49 uh in real life i don't know if that's what watson's supposed to be maybe that's why they gave him the big wolf on campus haircut i don't know Maybe, (laughs) maybe it's supposed to be like oh he's more of a skater boy uh a skater boy type, but Alicia Silverstone is definitely like my age. She's forty three. Yeah. So she's my age. And yeah. uh I think it's weird like I tend to even having only read these books at this point in my life, I still think of these people as much older than me. <laughs>
0: I mean I don't think of myself as that much older or I wouldn't think of myself as that much older than the babysitters until now like having to watch versions of them
1: <laughs> and you're like oh you are wee little people aren't you
0: <laughs> they're so tiny I would never
1: trust you with my child <laughs> look how small you are
0: would I trust the babysitter I would after Stacy's speech in the in uh um uh, the truth about Stacey oh I of
1: course no, no 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 in real life I, I will let anyone cheap enough watch my kid that's fine <laughs> Babysitters are expensive. These guys can't be charging that much.
0: No, clearly not. Enough that they've all uh they all need to make a little extra money now because they they've gotten used to their high-rolling uh yeah. income lifestyle, but you know.
1: When you babysit for the Pikes, when you're a "quote unquote mother's helper for the Pikes on a trip to Sea City, you make bank. Like they are oh, yeah. Like they never say dollar amounts in the books. You never know how much they are earn for anything. But mm-hmm. Even they're like, I can't believe we're making this much money in two weeks. I cannot believe. Which is believe.
0: crazy given the Pikes' income trajectory. But what
1: do they do for a living?
0: I don't remember when it happens, but isn't there a point at which the Pikes don't have, like they're running out of money and there's a book called Poor Mallory? Or am I making that I up?
1: think there's a book called Poor Mallory. I mean, <laughs> okay. Poor Mallory could describe any Mallory book, by the way. We're not like, <laughs> it's not very specific. She
0: is the the Babysitter's Club Punching bag this is true <laughs> she
1: really is even though she is one of my favorite characters oh uh, i love her
0: no yeah. i mean i only like she's the only one i really strongly identify with and i'm a fan
1: yeah i love mallory so um i don't know uh how could they not have financial problems they have eight kids they have those triplets like
0: <laughs> triplets they have, yeah they they have a dog at one point like there's just so much going on
1: yeah they have dog they have a, a poet they have a, a vomiting girl <laughs> they have a silly billy goo goo <laughs>
0: who pretends to be a dog in this
1: episode. She does. <laughs> uh, and a couple of other ones who I always lose track of. Nikki,
0: who always gets, like, beaten up by the triplets, right. who, who are not the, triplets. Yeah. Oh.
1: So Byron's kind of the Nikki in this one. like
0: Sort of, except they do also tell Nikki he can't play with them at one
1: point. Oh, that's true. God, there's just so many pikes. There's they, just a
0: lot of pike nuance. How did they not, not
1: find three triplets that they could throw some, like, fright wigs on? Like... <laughs>
0: actual like like cloud <laughs> got-
1: oh god like i like it I like like, it. like judas in a mystery play from like, <laughs> like medieval <Yes>. times <laughs> oh my and goodness hate So hate that's it. it boy crazy yeah. stacy or is that what it's called yes yeah, boy hyping crazy, crazy. Stacy. Uh, what
0: good i mean good episode of television not like not groundbreaking but funny cute. yeah uh good dialogue well yeah this show is good
1: this show is good what this is our is next good. episode we've already said it
0: it's Christie's big day yeah we don't Yay. know why it's
1: a big day we don't know what's going on but uh <laughs> we have
0: I, no idea <laughs> i
1: bet the plot's been leading up to something so <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then so are we assuming then that like the camp moosehead episodes are like a, a palate cleanser of some kind because this is like are they like following action are they denouement
1: <laughs> they're either denouement or they are the bridging episodes to like the next mm. series. Like let's meet some new characters. Wink. Let's like, oh, that's maybe my hope. maybe we'll introduce some some major players. Bart. So. <laughs> Finally get Bart. <laughs> the the well, series becomes very Bart centric.
0: <laughs> I would love to see Bart Taylor pop up here. He's not who I want to see most, but I wouldn't <laughs> mind. I, would <laughs> mind. I, would I just want to see. see I want to see
1: Christie's Crushers. I want to see. I want to see her make make a two-year-old play shortstop or whatever it is she does in the books. It seems <laughs> to work.
0: I need some Radowskis.
1: Yeah, like, where's our Radowskis? It's
0: criminal that we haven't gotten Christy's favorite charges. Yet. We know they Her exist. They've mentioned Their them. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, in any case, uh, that's it. That's that's the Babysitter's yeah, Club. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's the episode.
1: Thank you all so much for <laughs> listening to our show.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: Uh, uh, tell your friends about it, by the way, if you like this show. There's only a few episodes I- left.
0: Yeah, I mean we we have three more, and then who knows what'll happen.
1: If you uh, if we get enough subscribers to our Patreon, uh, we'll co- <laughs> we'll cover the Canadian series. Who we knows? Have a Patreon? It's like up to it's like up to five hundred bucks a month.
0: Let's take that discussion off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have told you about the Patreon.
1: <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Like and subscribe. <laughs> and stop.